2: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution. Great tasting, all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15%
1: off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. What kind of show is this that we're on right now? David. Football. Football David. The David. Damechek football program available on iTunes and at DaveDamechek.NFL.com.
2: Now here's your host, Dave Damechek. Hi and hello, football fans. Welcome to the Dave Damechek football program, presented by Me Studio 66. Filled by a couple of my favorites in here. Patrick Claybon, handsome Hank Hodgson. We'll, uh, we'll say hello to them in just a moment. First, though, happy Star Wars Day. Happy James Harrison birthday. Um, sad last day for Eddie Spaghetti, the great producer. I'm a mix of emotions. And, uh, you know, uh, another thing to celebrate, the Pittsburgh Penguins have... Uh, have taken a stranglehold on the uh, on their playoff series there against we go. The, the Washington Capitals. So, like I say, I'm I'm really a rainbow of feelings right now. Let's see if we can sort them all out by talking about the game of pro football and perhaps more importantly, the game of life. Yes. Let's start it out with our main man. He's a new father. How's it going?
3: It's going great. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got his storm pooper shirt on. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Shout out Cute. to oh, May the Fourth, like and uh, he's enjoying life
2: excellent okay. that uh, that voice you just heard is of course uh the uh, the golden oh uh, well, by the way I was oh, well let's say hello to him Patrick Kleba <laughs> <Claybug. laughs>
1: yeah. He's that guy who hosts the show up to the minute every dream he has at night has jack our takes then he'll give his the arm um, takes men yeah strikes again star wars movies getting lit what's that movie you were in nobody heard of it the most handsome man dave has on he's patrick he's patrick he's patrick claybon bon, bon, bon.
2: Bon. he is handsome hello patrick claybon once again hey dave. I, you were in a movie I, what I was that was, reference to. I've never noticed that in the theme song before. <laughs>
1: I did notice it and I was wondering that as well.
3: Uh there, there's a film a 2017 film called Threshold. Uh-huh. And uh I played uh, you know I'm trying to branch out in my acting chops. I play a newscaster.
2: But you're actually <laughs> but you're actually acting? Do you have a different name? Uh yes. What yes. is
3: it?
1: Newscaster um, 1.
3: That's the, that's the credited name. Yes.
1: Right. But what did you I mean you're a method actor so um, did you give yourself a name and a backstory? Well, well my
3: name was um was actually Bert Johnson. Okay. That's the character that I felt that I was right. Bert and, and Bert. What's really, his motivation? Bert's motivation is to share the news. I see. With the uh, He's about the news.
2: Mm-hmm. Did you did you like uh, embed yourself in a news operation? Not pro football <laughs> I news. I did. I did. That's actually,
3: really. you know, it was, it was back in two thousand two. I, I decided to start. This entire this entire
2: journey into this role. Wait a minute! What is this IMDb picture that uh, <laughs> producer Bartlett?
1: But you're a policeman.
2: I want you're you to tweet that out, Bartlett, so picture. I can retweet. That's not Larry. a newscaster.
1: You're a police slash newscaster. Uh, that the picture on
3: my da- IMDb profile is actually from a uh, a ride along
2: I did in a drug bust back in two thousand. For. Oh my goodness! We must uh, continue to peel the <laughs> onion, Patrick Claybon more and more layers, and each but,
3: one more but fascinating. But see, that that picture was from the research I was doing to get into this role. I see. Uh, I got Of Burt see. Johnson. The, see, see Patrick Claybon the right. the journalist, is is all just a ploy. So
1: this this role that you had has been 15 years in the making. Yes, what you're saying. Wow. wow. Um,
2: next up, let's say hello to a man who a different kind of law enforcement uh, figure. His theme song sounds very similar to uh, to Double O Seven, mm-hmm. international spy. He's got a license to kill. Oh yeah, handsome's got a license to kill uh, with his with his rugged good looks. We got to figure. Matter of fact, Claybon, we did a show last uh, week in Philadelphia with uh, with K. Adams and Kyle Brandt from Good Morning Football. And uh, I floated the sub. I said, Patrick Claiborne, is he, in fact, the most handsome person to come on the show? Kyle Brandt, a handsome devil, too. He's also... He's in a the very running. handsome man. but then the original, the OG, Handsome Hank. You know, it's a lot to it's a lot to figure out.
3: I, I will yield my handsomeness to both of them, but obviously, I have a At preference you. for Hank. I would You just same. being
2: falsely modest. You don't. You don't have do the same you, don't, <laughs> uh, you don't. You uh, don't submit yourself to auditions and right. such uh, in Hollywood if you don't secretly think like I'm pretty. Uh, <laughs> no, the no. kid got it. Kids got the goods. <laughs> I want to try <laughs> to share them with the world. And uh, sex speak- in the one hole. Yeah. <laughs> There he is, Kyle Brant, and now let's say hello to him. He's our resident Miami Dolphins fan, all the way from London, England. It's Handsome Handsome
1: Hank. He's handsome, Hank. He's handsome, Hank. He's handsome, Hank. Hello, Handsome. How are you? I am very well indeed. Thank you, Dave.
2: Maybe we'll have time to dig in here on this show um, to figure out whether or not the Miami Dolphins did in fact have a good draft or a bad one. We talked about it uh, earlier in the week. We well, were it doesn't it.
1: have to be either. It could just be somewhere right in between. Meh. Kind
2: me of <laughs> like the entire vibe of the Dolphins. Is that fair?
1: No, I don't no, think in so. In the last 15 I would say years, I'd, they've been I'd rendered say Over around. the last 15 years, yes, I'd say over the last right. 15 months, maybe a bit more... Huh. Right, Adam
2: Gase. Here yeah. they come. I I agree with that, but uh, I guess they've been rendered irrelevant by the uh, by the bully in the division. Well, uh, I mean, Patriot. their record's
3: pretty good against the New England Patriots. Yep. They, People love but, to say but that. In, it's the not end, that good. in
2: the end, <laughs> in the end, that doesn't come to, it doesn't mean
1: no, no. anything. <laughs> it's not <laughs> like, it's beating not that them in Week 16 is not. Um, before we do some things and we have Dave, some uh, fun to Dave, talk. Dave, yes. Dave, before you interrupt right. yourself again in yeah. a second, I lo- when I was on the show earlier in the week, I noticed you have your own. Um, uh, theme song as well now. Is I do. New?
2: I do, but before we get to that, let me no, say no, no, a No, no, no,
1: no, no, You don't get to make the Yeah, this is, this is actually
2: a mutiny. All right, let's do it. Let's uh hear it. Well, hi and hello, it's your old pal Dave. right and
1: now is king of the airwaves. talk to a muck that ain't playing no Best to remember his name. Mount Pius, the righteous, but come on down. He's got original bits, yeah. not another countdown. countdown. A damn right Windsor, don't you know that's the truth? Only reppin' 66, yeah,
3: Mario Lemute. <laughs> this man's a love skunk with tips for your date. He rolls four kids deep, you know he procreates. A way of David Damashek's, a have got to say. So just call him Shek, and
0: they take it away.
2: It is true the weird irony that I'm the least manly man I've ever known, and yet when it comes time to make babies, when it's uh, when it's go time, their Damashek has no equal. Is or there any a other metric? Couple guys be- in the oh, world of sport yeah. may rival me. Yeah.
3: No yeah. other metric matters. Right. I mean that. that I suppose so. What That's the fine what this <laughs> whole
1: game's about? If you if you break down the game called life, right? It's. Creating more life, yeah. and you've yeah. done K&S better at that Mas, than macho, else.
2: The one who makes the most babies, Right. yeah, you know, right. and but really, it's batting average too, because <laughs> because uh, you know, I, I I've laid with a woman um about like six I think times, six seven times, right. I think, and you oh, know, there's been one more. Look at that ad- somewhere in that right. right. I always I remember you
1: up. always said it was six.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's it's murky if you want to count <laughs> right. uh, a couple anyway. But the the point is, yeah. Four kids is it's uh, pretty good. Yeah. is my pretty output. good
3: oh. good average. Not not a volume shooter. Here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. Sex in the
2: one hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's fast uh, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> moving up the charts uh, among our favorite drops. There. Um, yes, I, I, I want to shave the beard, and because I'm vain, I can't do it until I lose a certain amount of weight. And because um, well, I don't like coming. having the pie face, but it's uh, you know I'm working towards that. In the and it reminds me of the beard. The reason the pie face, Claybine, you said what's a pie face? It's a circle. You know and my face is the in the shape of a circle. Me and Ben, ben Roethlisberger um, suffer from the same affliction. It's uh, it's um, John Travolta syndrome, which is that okay. like the first 15 pounds that you gain go straight into your head like a balloon. <laughs> You know, and Ted. Are they Kennedy. the last
1: fifteen to come off as well?
2: Ted Kennedy had it too. <laughs> no, weirdly, as I've lost. I the...
1: that you I think you right now you could lose the bid.
2: A few pounds in the head have gone away. No, but still the, the well, uh, beer what, belly. Yeah. You know, I still got that going. But anyhow, um, I was in with uh, the reason the pie face first came out was uh, the, the name pie face came up. was uh, I was once with Adam Carolla. I was with him once again earlier this week. Dig him up on Adam Carolla's show. I, I paid a visit to him, Bald Brian, and Gina Grad. Good times as always and dig that, I do provide a brand-new uh, hockey play-by-play call, or at least I, su- I, I suggest one for uh, for guys who are in that line of work. But once um, Carolla was being interviewed by the New York Times, and I was there, and um, and then later, she was perfectly pleasant during the interview, but then the next day when they ran the piece, this profile piece on Adam Carolla, she said, seated next to um, his sidekick, Dave Damaschek, um, they appeared to form the number 10 because of Corolla's linear face, wow! And I was the zero. That's what she said. That's harsh. Recently, is it? No, it was like a decade ago. But what? still, but, but it's it, it still. Stuck uh, what did on. I, What have I told you? It's not. I'm. I'm not narcissistic. I'm vain. You see, and that's the kind of shot that gets me right in the vanity. Zero. I'm Link a zero the Explanation face. of own vanity, a nominee <laughs> for most overused chef bit. You won't have to listen to it for much longer, Spaghetti. Hit the bricks, you know? We are going to lose spaghetti after today. I'm sad about that. Not related to this most recently. And what's he going to do now? Because I would say, like, well, at least he'll get to put his feet up and watch his beloved uh, New York Rangers in the playoffs. But they're about to go out. And then what's he going to do? What's the poor kid going to do then? Um, So, anyhow – uh, what else to discuss here? What have I uh, scratched out here before we jo- jump into the show? The subjects proper. Let's rank the Star Wars, Claiborne. You love the Star Wars. I just wanted to get those out real quick. We don't have to belabor. Just give it to
3: me. Yeah, I mean, this is an annual discussion with us. And sure. A- as is customary, my rankings uh, have changed uh, yet again. <laughs> um, that's, that's right. That's I- fair. I'm going um, Empire. One. Rogue One. Ooh. Return of the Jedi. Okay. Wow. New Hope. Then, mm, what is happening what? Um Actually, and uh, well, I'm going to need to get Force Awakens uh, now. That I'm thinking about it because I'm just I'm just going off my head. I'm going to need to get Force Awakens in between Return of the Jedi and New Hope.
1: I want you what? to know I watch have them you all. On your head hmm?
2: every time they're on, I watch them. If I come across any of yes. them on TV, I'll sit and watch them until they're until they're through. And I have to tell you, with each. Passing viewing of Force Awakens, it drops down a little bit. It's just yep. uh, they just basically J.J. Abrams just basically took Rerun. exactly it, the yeah, story exactly and was repeating. It and so
3: as maybe again, it'll change my rankings have way. changed while I'm giving the rankings. I'm All gonna, right, I'm gonna <laughs> well, that's the that's initial the right. initial rankings of the trilogy. Then I'm going Force Awakens, then uh, Revenge of the Sith, Clones, and obviously
2: Phantom Menace. You don't even have to get yeah, yeah I don't prequel don't, don't get that prequel that nonsense ones. Uh, Handsome, how say you?
1: I think um, obviously Empire One. Right. I'm gonna I am going to am a New Hope two. Yeah. Um. Then Rogue One.
2: Yeah. I'm, that's handsome. Really. my list exactly. Uh. Point.
1: Then Jedi. Yeah. And then um. The other the, the Jedi
2: has some has some great stuff in it. It's just the Ewoks get it a little yeah, sideways. Yeah. I just I'm a... I'll say this. Empire Strikes Back. But I don't like to just dismiss New Hope and put it at number two. Same thing I always say about uh, a Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, 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 with, uh, you know, compared to the second Two Towers, Lord of the Ring, is uh, is even better than the first one, except right. for the fact that they create this universe. In, the same thing as when you're watching Star Wars. It should be ridiculous. You should start watching it and laugh at it and say this is uh, so goofy- uh, I have better things to do with my cool life, but instead you find yourself completely absorbed in five minutes. You know, same thing. Lord of the Rings. They have a bunch of guys in costumes, like a thousand extras running around in goofy costumes. You should just be like, I'm better than this. I have more be- better things to do with my time. And yet, instead,
1: what they do awesome. well is throw you straight into the action. Right. There's no setup. There's no yeah. time for. We're well, now we're gonna introduce this guy, and this guy's like, right. boom. That's
2: introduction. Is. It's undermined by the filmmakers themselves with those prequels, but the introduction of Darth yes. Vader. Is the greatest introduction yeah. of a villain in movie history, and
3: I, I will cape for Jedi in the sense that you wait for this payoff for Luke Skywalker to become a Jedi, and you finally get it, and that's that's important to yes, me. and then that's why okay. it's it's higher. than
2: the New Hope. Wow, well, Force Awakens, is, I mean the Rogue One, I should say, uh, really dynamite. I
1: watched it again on the on the plane the other day on my right? way me back too. from Philadelphia. It makes that's New fun. Hope better. Yeah, that's, a, that's exactly right. Yes, it's it honors
2: right. it honors yes. the yeah. uh, the movies, doesn't it? All right, sorry, Emma VP, <laughs> have you seen the movies?
4: I have, yeah,
1: and yet
2: you All don't care.
4: No, I totally care. I just, you know, I think we should talk a little football. You should have done. Your we're hey, gonna I talk
1: like everyone else today. Like that's,
4: you, that's a, a good l- point.
1: Yeah, we're gonna talk a a about
2: stuff. football. First question of the day for Claybon and Handsome, Jamal Charles v. Marshawn Lynch v. Adrian Peterson. Who gets? Who uh, who who has the best season? And I'll throw one in as a wild card because uh, I noticed that Mike Gillisley, New Patriot now is is slated to make more loot than charles or Adrian Peterson in 2017. Now, you can be a vapid cynic and say, well, he's younger and fresher legs, and blah. he's going to be more productive too. Well, no, he's not going to be more productive, in my opinion, in the Patriots. Uh, he's He will certainly catch 37 passes in the Super Bowl and, <laughs> uh, and and be the hero there. But over the course of the season, he's going to be – I bet you he won't dress some – game, you know, Bel- yeah. Belichick does. In the meantime, you have the two Hall of Famers, Jamal Charles and Adrian Peterson. But all right, handsome, I'm going to start with you here. Which of the three – Only two Hall of Famers. I mean I, I, it would be logo I don't to want the, to get into that. I know <laughs> no, but I it would be loco to me if Jamal well, I guess he's – Let's see what he does. He's going to have to do. Wait, you something. said Jamal Charles. You, you, you meant Mark. I Charles. did. No, I meant Jamal Charles. Oh. But I do think he's going to have to. When you look at his numbers, the five point five is the thing that stands I think out. It's
1: crazy that. Number. But he,
2: I agree. But he, five point five. Unfortunately, uh, yards it's going to go down if he carries
1: track. on playing this year. But that's
2: true. But I do think that uh, I, I think he needs to put up a li- uh, uh, do a little bit more to get into the Hall of Fame right now. Because if you do look up his career numbers, so uh, like
1: like Claybon, your ranking changed as you were saying it. Oh, Clay
2: is. Well, well no, go ahead. Well, I mean, it's fair who to do wins? that with Star Wars movies. Yeah, who wins yeah. that who wins this uh this race, <laughs> this three horse race?
1: Um are we talking in yards? What how, what's the Best measuring season. stick? Best, Best season. Season. you know what that means. I know what that means. Um Marshall Marshawn Lynch. Mm-hmm. I love the I
2: love the noise coming out about these uh you know full I think I I like well, work last time outing.
1: we saw him that season he didn't he was not healthy and he was kind of disappointing. I'm going to say that the year off and the, the 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 year away from being beaten up helps him. Adrian Peterson obviously slowing down in his career. He could have a Marshawn Lynch last season in Seattle type year. And then Jamal Charles, I'm just not sure he's going to be healthy enough to really – Motivated
2: to, to, to Marshawn Lynch and yep. on a team that would appear to be super Bowl yep. ready. Claybon.
3: If I look at motivation, I'm thinking AP and Jamal Charles probably have the advantage – excuse me, AD. But when – when I think about the commitment to the player, Marshawn has the most mm-hmm. commitment, and the the offense seems to be suited to him the best in terms of what they have up front. I, I think about Sean Payton and Adrian Peterson, and it's like oh, – you didn't really give Mark Ingram the opportunities that he was supposed to get. Right. So like now you have two running backs that you aren't going to give the ball to, and Jamal Charles uh, gets this money, which is up to three point seven five million. Like that's the most he can get. They're not really making a commitment.
1: To I Jamal but Charles. I think what the commitment they're making is because they have other players in the backfield for the Broncos. CJ Anderson's going to carry the load. If you're lucky, Jamal Charles, you've got him on your roster now. But if you're lucky in week, your t- CJ Anderson hasn't always been the healthiest running back as well. But in week ten onwards, let's say you're, you know, the the Broncos are, are are cruising and things are going nicely, you start bringing him into the offense more at the back end of the season. You can give CJ Anderson a bit of a rest for a, hopefully a postseason run. And that's where you're going to get the burst out of Jamal Charles. I wouldn't expect to see much of him prior yeah. to like it week does
2: six. Uh, you know, I do think as uh, uh, the the fits are interesting in all three locations potentially. I think Jamal Charles in Denver does give them uh, a little more more pop in uh, on an offense that needs it. In what we were talking about in, earlier in the week with uh, with Matt Money Smith and Cynthia Freeland, here come the Chargers. The Chargers are for real, and uh, the Raiders are obviously good, and and uh, so are the Chiefs. I think the Broncos are the fourth place team in that division, but maybe this changes things a little bit, and who knows? I'm
1: maybe. not sure Jamal Charles is going to change that, but I don't. I don't necessarily. buy that. I think that division is going to be fascinating. Yeah, we're
3: we're going to learn a lot. Yeah, well, First I, weeks.
1: I, I'm with you, handsome. Though, bottom line,
2: I'll go uh, Marshawn Lynch no. just because of uh, need. I mean, who who is going to supplant Marshawn Lynch? In uh, opportunity, Uh, you know, Mark Ingram, they're drafting some guys down in New Orleans. You know, it seems pretty clear. Lynch is going to get first dibs at uh, at uh, those touches in the backfield starting in week one.
1: Disagree, though, on Gillislee. I think he is going to have a good year. I think he will be re- based on r- what? What running
2: back ever has a good year with uh, Corey Dillon's the last time? I well, guess LeGarrette led yeah, the LeGuerre league in touchdowns. He can Touchdowns. I know, but that's a specialist kind of thing. It's not. But Gillislee fits aren't.
1: because I think he can. I know he can do things out of the backfield as a receiver. He can. He can run the ball. I think he will be. I think he'll be a thousand yard rusher.
2: Um, all right. So uh, so now we've attended uh, to that. Back to Star Wars. No. <laughs> um, now we move on to. Oh, it's time for. Over undies presented by me undies. Where's my read on uh on me undies there, M of I usually leave it on. We actually
4: that. just do an over undies today. Oh, we just do this. Okay, Can we
1: not do that over. thing where it's like, hey Dave, guess what? What? Uh me undies. <laughs> they're soft. So they soft micro- on my bottom! They're micromodal. Ah, uh, the micromodal. Your bottom is still soft from the talc I rubbed on it! When you what were but lad! I Why were know. you what, rubbing talc on my butt? I was yeah, doing your, I you was Born was being, in 1937? I was, I was being <laughs> your mother again. <laughs> I see. I see. Your precious bottom, Henry. It is pretty precious. What did the bobbies do to it? <laughs> <in> the pokey. <laughs> the pokey. What? It's not called a pokey. What
2: precisely went on when you were behind bars? <laughs> oh, I don't know yet. You've not informed your dear mother. Of your criminal past. All right. Over (laughs) undies. So, here we go. This is a fascinating number to me. I defy you to try and conjure any four-division starting quarterback group that rivals this. If you add the jersey numbers worn by the NFC South starting quarterbacks, think about this. It adds up to 15. You go, Cam Newton wears number one. Yep. Okay. Matt Ryan wears number two. Jameis Winston wears number three, and the big daddy of the group is Drew Brees. He's even in double in single digits himself right. at nine. That's fifteen. 15. That's fifteen. Good. Is there any way that uh, there can't be another uh, another four division group of starting quarterbacks that has anything close to fifteen? You can't be lower than that. No. I, ca- I mean, I can't. There's th- o- there's only 50.
3: so many ways to make it right. Uh, depending on what number, I mean, Brian Cam Hoyer really wears
2: the uh, double whammy is Cam and Matt Ryan, right? right. Exactly one and two, two.
1: almost no. Once Qub- you do that, I mean, you, most divisions you'd have one guy who who's going to take you above that fifteen. Did Warren Moon retire before the four divisions were formed?
2: The four team divisions were formed because he's a one, so that's a good place to start. Aaron Brooks wore two in New Orleans for a while. I can't remember who else was in the division at that point think Mike Vick would have worn seven, though. So, okay, yep. so now that's a pretty low number. But
1: you still need two guys wearing three and two to right. match. Not going to happen. The one that's interesting along the same lines is is with receivers, with the big range in receivers wearing, wearing mm-hmm. teens or 80s, is whether you can get – because I think the Saints actually had their four starting receivers all wore teens. Oh, yeah, right. At one point. And so there are a few, there are a handful of teams Colston, now. Colston, Henderson, Cooks. No, it was before Cook. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: there was your Henderson. Yeah, Meacham.
1: Meacham was one of them.
2: Um, we're uncovering it all. Today. Yes. Yeah. But I also think you Rose. know what though. I don't remember again the overlap, but Flacco goes five. Roethlisberger goes seven. Mm-hmm. Johnny Football goes two. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Wait a
2: second. Well, the other guy would have to be a one and instead Andy Dalton, as usual, throws it all out of whack with his fourteen. So forget that. But McCarron wore five for a while, so there was a there were a couple of weeks there. Anywho, let's move on to uh to something else here. Handsome, guess what? It's time for your favorite bit what? of the year. Let's what is do. it? It's your favorite bit of the year, and it is time. Yes, the real draft just took place. In uh, Philadelphia, but now we expand the pool of available players from just the college kids out there to all humans for all of time. It's yes. time
1: for the all-time draft of 2017. We don't have to do the whole thing,
2: handsome, but I do want to do a few uh, of the first few.
1: Picks. It's, cha- it's going to have changed a lot for listeners who didn't hear this last year.
2: It's not the same. There are different needs and there are different uh, drafting <laughs> orders. So what are you talking about, you cynic? Don't be, don't be that guy. Okay. This is a fun idea. All right, here I'm we not- go. Ready? Let's start it off with the Cleveland Browns. Oh, a couple of parameters here for you. Okay. The uh, Claibon, if, and and for any listener who's not familiar with the all-time draft, you can take anybody. You can take Anyone Jim Brown if you want. You can take Dan Marino if you want. But a couple of assumptions. First of all, you are drafting for the team's actual 2017 needs, okay. one. And two – you must suspend reality and not know how good that all the guys that you're gonna pick from are all Hall of Famers. If you know that, then of course it wouldn't make a difference what you had. I don't care who you oh, you have Tom Brady? Well, still I gotta take Joe Montana. I gotta you know, you would uh, you would always take Jim Brown no matter who your running back is. So instead you must be informed only by their college deeds and project forward. You can make
1: bad picks as well, is what Dave is saying. Yes.
2: That's right. Patrick Claybon, who do you think the Cleveland Browns should select in <clears> twenty <throat> seventeen?
3: The Cleveland Browns um, are going to select one Peyton
2: Manning. Peyton Manning out of Tennessee. That yeah. kid, uh, Tennessee yeah, he's a winner. You know, well, didn't do real well against the arch rival Florida Gators yeah. during his time, but he did set a lot of records. It's, he's got the pedigree with his father. I hear his younger brother is uh, Eli. He, he is might also have some potential as well. Is a, is a kid who's on the rise here, handsome. Where do you think they're looking? Uh, You're not going to participate. Oh, I thought you gave no, me a yeah, look no, like no, I'm.
1: No. no, I'll not even speak. No, I actually <laughs> – you just opened the door for me, Emma. I'm actually going to go with one of Peyton's uh, Tennessee teammates, mm-hmm. Reggie White. Ooh,
2: that's a a nice piece to add, a cornerstone to the defense. Yeah, it, it appears uh, – I hear they call him the minister of defense. Why? Oh, wait, I don't Why? think yeah. – because he's a minister, but I don't know if he's a minister. He's, yeah, as he's he minister college. already. Wow, yeah. this guy's getting yeah. after it. Maybe not. Anywho, either way, yes, he does look like a star in the making down there in the SEC. Let's hear it then. The first pick in the twenty-seven or in the all-time draft of twenty seventeen. Oh, we have no
1: sound. No, we didn't. They didn't prepare anything because no, they didn't. Prepare. They don't believe in the you idea.
4: Said we would either. do this in the future.
2: No, I said we were gonna do it today, and that's why you printed it all I out. I thought you were
4: everything. gonna promo it for the future with. Remember, we we're gonna talk about it with Charlie Casserly because he has a lot of knowledge of these things. Oh. So well, there's the promo. We could cut this <laughs> this whole bit out if you sure. want. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Let's carry on, should. Dave. Come on, it'll be fun.
2: I guess we should do that. All right, we'll get to the all-time draft at a, a later. <laughs> <day by laughs> that's a bummer. I, you know, who they would take, who I feel they would take. Who's that? the uh, the big arm kid out of uh, just on the other side of the Ohio-Pennsylvania border. He has some question marks, but, of course, the Browns organization, they took Johnny Football, so they're not afraid to, to you know, ask some questions off the field. Number 13, Pitt Panther, yes. Heisman finalist, Dan Marino. Right, you know, I've, had, I've
1: had the Bez want to trade up into the second pick. To, this kid, to I Dan don't know, you've
2: been at, quickest release you'll ever see. Really? And a big arm and will cut through those, uh, those nasty your, wins. Your, your quarterback
3: handsomeness requirements as well.
2: Right? Yeah. Yep. He has a terrific head of hair. He's got a permanent – um, he all right. probably
1: is gonna gonna finish his career with a bunch of rings on his fingers.
2: I mean, it seems almost yeah. inevitable yeah. that uh, this guy as a champion, foregone is, conclusion, is a, is a champ. Has it written all over him? Uh, in the meantime, uh, Damashek is participating in 2017 in the uh, in the top 100 uh, players oh. uh, of 2017. Not all time Network. this time. this no, is this is this is, uh, this is uh, 2017. In between 16 and 17. On NFL Network on Monday nights, and then the wrap-up show afterwards, the review show. uh, Me, Amber, Theo, Harris, Ike Taylor, and I hear tale of Deion Sanders even too. Mr. Time, I like I like debating uh, football players with Mr. (laughs) Time. He doesn't he doesn't like when uh, when Damashek disagrees with him. Yeah, but you know what though? What these football players would misquote him once. No, what these? Yeah, maybe a little (laughs) bit. But I'll tell you this. What is the what is the thing with? Uh, I always tell the football players they get cross with me. Charles Woodson got cross with me. He said, he's, uh, "Do we have that drop there, Bartlett?"
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't even know why you're sitting here. I,
2: yeah, he said that to me, and he was not kidding around. Like He's like, w- who are you to weigh in on this? Well, listen, football player, you know how you spend your Sundays? You play in a game. How would you know who's right. good around? You're not seeing all the games. You've you know actually who is?
1: scouted more football yeah.
2: I've seen way more football than you have. That's true, too. That's true. Right? Isn't that a fair thing to say back to football players? You never played the game. Yeah, but you haven't seen as much football as I've seen. Yeah, because
3: you, you're not watching the game wearing a helmet. Right. On the field, you can see all, yeah, all the you players. You can't even see. Like, yeah, you have a
2: certain perspective, football man, but you don't have. You don't, football man, you know that's going to go
3: down well with Dion. I think they get they get defensive because they they deal with people who who kind of suck sometimes, and so they're they're ready for you to suck, and you mm-hmm. have to prove. That and
2: you don't and suck. I fulfill their all expectations that. and then some. Time yes. after
3: time, you prove to players that you don't suck, and I can
2: see it when you interview them, Dave. Um. Disagree, but uh, <laughs> respectfully disagree. <laughs> but thank you just the same. You're entitled to your opinion. So the top 100 is, uh, or the top 10 is underway now. Or no, wait, I'm the sorry. The bottom 10. The, I think it's the bi- I, In fact, I think they're through the first 20 names already. Oh.
1: They di- I watched it.
2: Yeah. And yep. So they're through the first 20 Yeah, they
1: names. did back to back to get everyone hooked. 100. Now I can't wait for next Monday.
2: At number one hundred, after a truncated but still uh, spectacular rookie season, Joey Bosa could have even been really higher. I mean, really emerged as one of the the great uh, passer. I mean, I know it's a limited sample size, but uh, that I feel like he almost should be higher. Malcolm Butler you know at ninety nine should also be a little bit higher. As
1: you say, Joey Bosa, I suddenly realize if you do shave your beard, you would look. You have a li- he's a little sheck I know or you're. you're a little... I
2: know that you mean that as an insult. I'm not at all. As I've said many times, Joey Bosa looks exactly like somebody <laughs> named Joey Bosa should. <laughs> <laughs> so well, maybe I, you, I take that as a, as, a, as a glancing shot. Mal- not, it
1: wasn't meant – honestly, was not intended as a uh, – Malcolm Butler
2: it sometimes gets mixed in as one of the two or three best uh, cover corners in the league. That's a little too far, but I think 99 is a little too high up there. I mean, not, you know, higher up on the list it's there. It's just
1: so difficult to say that when you – only at the end can you really then say that someone shouldn't be higher up. By the way, I, w- I also want to say
2: that the voting is like, I think of 950 or so players voted on this thing. Mm. So that's a legitimate a sample of, yeah, size. Yeah. People like to be skeptical yes. of well, who did that. Well, almost a 1,000 players in the league voted on and it. And I think what least- they do,
1: just so that people know, is that they write down their top 10. Right, they write down ten guys that they think should be on the list, and then obviously it's tabulated using mathematics that yeah. that probably advanced. Math. I'm going to jump ahead
2: because there. So Adrian Peterson at 98. I don't know, the last uh, time he appeared, he was at number five. So this is a pretty big drop, but he barely even played there. Um, what surprises me. So then you have some offensive linemen mixed in there, pass rushers and everything. At 81, though, the last name revealed on this list, 81, Alex Smith. How do we feel about that, Clavin? 81, is he better than Malcolm Butler? I, I, I think I think we're. I mean, otherwise it's just all QBs. We're just and the, we're, then the we're top ten should all be QBs. We, so we are
3: we are assigning value to him as a quarterback right. there, uh, and not I
2: get value but, to the team, but I mean, you know, if you think about compare and comparing him to his position group, and Alex Smith, who how many QBs are going to be coming up? It, ahead? Let's say there's
1: probably. 13 more yeah. quarterbacks in the list. I think that's about exactly where Ant Smith wasn't. I mean, we're, we're, we're left with the memory of how he didn't perform in that playoff game. But so apparently as, as with if, Andy Reid yeah, and that's why they well, drafted uh, Pat Mahomes.
3: As if the the powerful Steelers offense put up huge numbers in that game against the Chiefs.
2: Well listen I I I I'm not just focusing on that one game I, you know yeah, I like Alex Cole Smith so. is very good but I don't I don't think he belongs ahead of some of the names out here Malcolm Jenkins coming in at number 90 Calais Campbell at 83 I would submit Calais Campbell is uh, is a better football player more influential football player at his position than Alex Smith is at his
3: Well you mm-hmm. you, you look right behind him you got Clay Matthews at 82 would you say how many linebackers would you say?
1: I, you know, it's funny with so Clay would, don't, Matthews. Don't, Clay Matthews shouldn't be on this
2: list. Yeah. I kind of agree because I'm, what surprises me about Clay Matthews at eighty-two is if you talk to enough football players, they will whisper to you like, "eh, I don't know about Clay Matthews." They, you know, they. I'm surprised that his peer group would elevate him right. this high because there's certainly some percentage of guys out there that are kind of like, "eh, fake tough guy." You know, kind of. I'm, I'm kind of kind wondering of
3: if Clay Matthews was playing through something last year because. Uh, the lasting image was Kirk Cousins shaking down Clay Matthews. Right. This I year? Know, I mean Matthews.
2: he was inter- it was interesting how he as a team guy moved inside the year before and did seem to be rejuvenated a little bit, but over the last three years or so, when yeah, you really hold up since. Clay Matthews, it's like, oh, that's a guy. He still has all the uh, ads. He gets yeah. all the His endorsements hat. and everything. Yeah, because of that. Thomas Davis at 89. I feel like this guy's perennially underrated. I feel like he's a borderline Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Is that too much to say? Absolutely not. Anyway. I think
1: Doug Baldwin
3: as well. Guy came off back-to-back cruciates and was still going to the Pro Bowl. I mean, it's crazy.
2: Doug Baldwin at 88, Yeah, I know you stepped on the uh, borderline Hall of Fame. I know you're not making that case, but you think he deserves to be higher up on this list. Yeah, I
1: think he – I mean – but, again, that's why I say it's difficult when you're just looking at the first 20 because you're not quite sure who didn't make it. Like, who's at who's 100 through 110? Uh, you know, could they? Because the argument could be made probably as you look at some of these players that the guys who are 70 you could argue shouldn't be on the list and there are guys who won't be on the list that could be 70. Well, it's, so it we is to, to see your point. Like Jarrell list. Casey
2: is at number 86. So right. there were some uh, NFL football players out there who put Jarrell Casey in their top in their 20.
1: Top 20 right. It's interesting
2: yeah. to, to think that that would happen. Malcolm Jenkins with Lorenzo Alexander. With right. Everson Griffin. Was one of – so uh, some percentage of NFL football players wrote down Everson Griffin is one of the 20 best players in the NFL.
1: And there will be some players that you think should be on this list who were written down by five guys, and Everson Griffin was written down by seven guys, and that's the difference between – Well, but also, who? Put, how high up could Alex uh, – again, to my original point, Alex Smith, who Who out
2: there was like, oh, yeah, Alex Smith definitely one of the 20 best well, NFL players. We're not making a list of quarterbacks. I'm just listing the best players, and you put Alex Smith in the top 20, that seems a little uh, – You
3: get a few Chiefs and maybe, and maybe some 49ers on that list that are still around. That are I like the fact
1: you say, yeah, Alex Smith is one of the 20 best. I like the fact that Alex Smith is rated in exactly the same spot as he was rated the previous year. He was 81st (laughs) the year before as well, which is which 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 (laughs) for some reason speaks to Alex Smith too. It's like yeah, yeah, he's about the same.
2: Claybon, you love the off-season narratives and all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, they're my favorite. We're not even to to Memorial Day yet, and already, oh, the Chiefs, no, 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 Alex Smith and this Pat Mahomes is a project, and don't worry, he's not going to be on the field anytime soon. We're grooming him for a later day. What do you think? Weigh in on that. We talked about it. Me, Money, Handsome, and Cynthia all weighed in on this. I think we see him sooner than, than you know. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes some meaningful snaps in 2017.
3: I think it's if it was another coach, I'd feel differently about it, but it's Andy Reid. Like, Andy Reid doesn't have anything left to prove. Andy Reid is not in a position where it's like, oh, well, you drafted this guy here, so you got to prove that he's worth the value right now. It's it it is what people say. Like Pat Mahomes is in a situation where he really can sit because how old is Alex Smith is thirty two years old.
2: I know. But yes. I but but my pushback on that is is if it were in a vacuum and the Chiefs were the favorite and they were out in front by the end of October, fine, then of course we're gonna stick with the incumbent Alex Smith but with the Raiders and uh, and the Chargers and and who knows with the Broncos, like you know, if they're not if they're a couple of few games back and they're like, hey, we need uh, we need a spark to turn this team around a little uh, bit, and we're coming up on Halloween or just after, I could see them throwing Mahomes in there.
3: If if that's what Andy Reid thinks, I, I just think that if if we're looking at the situation where Andy Reid's going to feel pressured to go to the quarterback that they that they spent the pick on, that it's not bill o'brien in that yeah. situation andy ree can say hold up i'm i'm actually andy i just Rieke.
1: don't see it happening all right we, should, we we'll see it's i mean a, i mean for the same reason we were just talking about with that division i think the division's going to be so close and there's going to be you know char- they're going to be battling with the chargers and battling with the raiders i don't know how the chiefs are, and the broncos i don't know how the how how the the answer is going to be this is a close run thing let's throw the rookie in and and see if that can break the tie i just think they're going to want to continue with the with the with the well, projection. maybe I'm
2: assuming that they're fought. Yeah, uh, yeah, fair. But I, I guess it will be circumstantial if they're yeah. if they're, you know, I don't think they're going to be four and ten or anything. But if they are, then yeah, that would. would ha- and exactly. it sucks
3: that for Alex Smith that like the sustained success consistency that he's had. That's
2: like, what we talked about. Like, it
3: just he has to do it again.
2: Otherwise, oh well, well, he got to give up. The yeah. déjà vu that he has right now must be right. awful. Oh no, not again! I'm going to get capped again. Um, next up, we wanted to talk about this. Off of, you know, football obviously has uh, brought out uh, all all uh, colors in the rainbow for Damashek's heart. You know, they they've brought me joy, football games, and they've brought me deep deep sorrow and depression. But nothing makes my blood boil like NHL playoff hockey does. I really get a a, a real. I'm ashamed to say, as a grown man, I get a real hatred. Oh, with these long playoff series, and when I perceive there to be some sort of nasty play against the the my players, I real I, there's nothing like those seven game series that really bring out hate. I mean, and I mean hate. You really the the for the Pittsburgh Penguins, I've been watching it, and it's irrational. I realize. I I'm sure if I knew these guys, these average age 28 year old guys who. Um, probably enjoy having a few beers after the game. I'm sure they're delightful fellows for the most part, and yet I am irritated by them. Here comes now a list of the most irritating things, the most irritating people, uh, the most irritating situations, even though you shouldn't be so irritated by them. Let's begin now. I'm going to start with – opponents of uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins in the NHL playoffs those people <laughs> bug me and two I talked about this on the Corolla show earlier in the week the guy and it's almost always a guy on the airplane since flight began you know since air travel began you there's been a system in place row by row you go out the door you know if you're in row 17. Everybody, all six seats, empty out into the into the row, uh, into the the thing, and they walk up. Then row 18 can begin. But there's always that stinker on every flight. At least one stinker who decides, nope, I don't have to play by society's law. I'm going to instead, I'm going to jump up. Oh, 17 didn't move quickly enough? I'm going to just jump if, up into okay. 16, into 16 and a half, thereby – also, crowding the space, making it more difficult for 17 to get up, the people in 17 to get up and yeah. take the bag from overhead. Now you're blocking the way. I always say to them, Hey, congratulations. You're going to get off the plane 0.7 seconds more quickly than I am. And then they turn around and they want to fight me. And they say, What? You, you got a problem? And I said, Yeah, I just told you what my problem was. And he goes, oh, so didn't Say something about it. Well, I just said something to you about it. I, I think it's outrageous. And, that, and, they go, and now you we've added do,
3: 20 seconds to the process.
2: You're going to gonna do something? You're going to do something like. Like I did just do something. Do I just something. told you. I just told you. They're trying and, to throw hands
3: on the plane.
2: Let's I've, go. I've had a couple of guys really turn around and want to fight me. And then Let's I, go. I, you know, why people always are, are are surprised I don't get into fights? Like because because I, I you know because I'm <laughs> I'm sassy sometimes. I don't know
1: you well enough to. I'm, know. You're a coward.
2: <laughs> I'm saucy. Yes, one I'm a coward, and two. Um, but you know what? I, 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 I'm just waiting. I've never had to unleash it. <laughs> I've never had to unleash the hammer in my in all my days. But if I ever, if I ever do unleash right. this uh, this south paw in your direction, look out, because it's been waiting for a whole lifetime.
1: Problem is, on a plane, I wouldn't want to do it because the, the the seats are just at the at the wrong height. That I think you'd have a hard time. Well,
2: uh, you saw those guys in fisticuffs uh, earlier in the week, right? Those two guys, uh, two mm-hmm. two passengers, threw see. down over the seats and everything. Right. It's quite ridiculous. Um, I, yeah. Dave, but the I other thing is I laugh. You, I always, I, when people want to get in a fight with me and yeah. they, that there's something about that, that, uh, that, um, uh, the, come on, dude, go, go, go ahead, dude. I, I can't, I laugh in people's <laughs> face and then somehow that I guess is disarming to them, but it makes me laugh when people come do some, do go ahead, dude, <laughs> do it, do Well, what you going to do? What you going to do? Like, I do laugh at you. I don't know. You seem ridiculous. <laughs> Plus uh, by the way, beating up this Jew is gonna that's that's gonna make a man out of not you? Not gonna be satisfying. No, I mean everybody would expect you would beat right. me up. Right. Well, that's a victory. But again, if I break out that South just once, it's a lifetime's worth of yeah. punch just saved s- up. Sneak that in there. Yeah. Your head might just explode when it when it makes contact. Anyway, yes answer.
1: I just have a question about your airplane etiquette that yes. I just wanna just clarify. So if I'm in row seventeen mm-hmm. And I'm in a in 17 C or D, an aisle seat. Mm-hmm. You're in row 16 F or A, so you're in the in the in the window seat. You're a heavy set gentleman, mm-hmm. and you're struggling to get over. I'm working the, on that, buddy. Yeah, I know. No. You're struggling to get over the the armrests out into the aisle. I have my backpack already. I've taken it down from the from the thing above. Can and I'm ready to go. I'm standing up and I'm gone. And you're you're trying to shift your, your stomach over over you know the the exit points. Can I go in front of you then or do I have to wait for you to pull extract yourself almost give birth to yourself out of the, the row of seats into the aisle. I don't want to be one of these people who's who's overly law abiding.
2: You know, right. I don't want to but this is society's law. And yes, it's a hard and fast law
1: unless somebody says go really? ahead Whoa. somebody has to invite you. Go ahead. Go uh, ahead. No, I've, I've seen this. Give sometimes. You the go I've ahead. seen it where I'm like, I mean, this is gonna take a while. Maybe his bag is still up there, and it's a big suitcase. I've got a rucksack. I'm ready to roll.
3: It's the amount of time because the social the social standard for the amount of time to wait for somebody is holding a door, mm-hmm. right? Mm. We we face that in every situation. Yeah. There's those couple of beats where it's like, uh, I don't feel bad about the door closing. If you reach that time while you're waiting for somebody to jump over the armrest, then you that's, can just go ahead
1: good. and go. That's good.
2: You know what? Back to your uh, to your assertion. I'm a coward. I think you're right. If they put their eyes down, I might sneak past. Yeah. I might run pie because then they're not even paying attention. Right. That's that's their. And end also, look
1: those. the the whole the game plan for everyone is let's get off this plane as quickly as we can. If you're right. we observe Fair. etiquette and we and then we're holding every you know, like that might be five seconds. But if that happens, your end six of the bargain times, is to
2: be ready to move. Yeah.
3: But to Dave's point, if somebody in row 22. Sees the situation and then tries to go before Hank does, then that's what that really guy's, messes That guy's—he's
1: gonna—he's gonna find himself sitting next to you the Matty in 16C, <laughs> just like I'm gonna put him there. You know, sit who? down. <laughs> More plane fights—that's what America
2: needs. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I, as usual, like like all things that uh, involve conflict, I am all for conflict. As Watching longest. other people. Yes, as long as I'm not involved in the <laughs> conflict. I love watching other people. I love watching other people fight with each other and argue with one another. It's just, it's it's heaven for me. What else? Anybody else want to weigh in here with some... Uh, oh, here's one for me. Is, uh, I don't like... This is a long-standing one, and thankfully iPhones have, have made it so that not very many people or young people probably have never had to deal with this one. But you guys will remember. You remember the uh, the um, pretentious lady on, the, on, on your... Um, voicemail you know remember her like you have no messages at this time like just yeah. super put out by that you know like so like, <laughs> how dare you even bother me i'm busy and I... you have no messages at this time <laughs> but a- then okay. all of a sudden you get a lot of calls <laughs> you have eight new messages big boy can i hang out with you like what what we, where were you when I had no messages? Yeah. We're,
3: we're tunneling into the psyche of Dave Damashek right now.
2: Where were you then, lady? Now all of a sudden, oh, I'm hipping I'm the BMOC now. Now you're now you're now you're all. Co- oh, you have so- nine messages. <laughs> oh, look at you, Mr. Popular. What are you doing tonight? You have any free time for me? No, I don't, because I remember how you talked to me way back when when I had zero. You have no messages at this time. Now, can I go, please? Anything else? <laughs> I don't like her. She bugs me. And also, her younger sister, Siri. I have shouting matches with Siri. I I, I go crazy. And I yell at, too the automated voice anytime you're, like, you know, with any company and they got the automated voice, like, press one now, you know, if, you, if you'd if you like to, but for further, so we can better direct your call, please tell us now. And I'm like, i a live person. I can't take it. Get off me. Hey,
1: I tell you, I've got a life hack for you. Just press zero. I try and try, and it di- I don't know the, why.
3: The worst with that is when they don't even they don't even ask you to press numbers anymore, and now they want you to do a to say input, something. and you're in public, and you have to say live advisor, and you have to speak your account <laughs> number I did, I did loud. not understand. And it's like, okay, I'm Googling my I'm account sorry, number. I'm sorry,
2: I didn't understand. Did and I'm read
3: reading my account number and my name, and then the first thing right. when somebody finally gets on the phone, the first thing they do is ask me for my yes. account number yes. again, and, and I And then, want to and kill then they, kill they say, oh,
1: you're not through to the right department. <laughs> Great. So point. you speak to the next person, and they ask you the same set of it's 2017. Can't you store the information? You're right. Why? What is?
2: Why am I giving you my number just to have to repeat it to a real human being in just a little bit? That's an outrage. You're absolutely right. You know what else gets me down is, or it confuses me at least. They have these automated voices, and yet you ever notice it's not the same woman. It's all like they they'll do like. Um, why would
1: it need to be the same woman in the same sentence? Because
2: Dave needs somebody to be mad at. <laughs> but well, they do the thing where they inflect. Your number is six eight one five, uh, eh. but then the, but then sometimes the woman's voice it's just a different woman. No, 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 like,
1: no, 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 no,
2: no, no. no, no. It's yes, not a yes, different yes. woman. Sometimes it is a different. <laughs> I don't woman. think it's a different. Now you know who's annoying me. You. <laughs> I trust Dave. Put me Goddard on the on list. On
1: I'll put myself on the list of irritations.
2: All right, Eddie Spaghetti and Emma VP have worked on this too. Do you want to share some here, Spaghetti? You want to go through? Yeah, I have. Uh, Two L.A.-based ones. Uh, the first one quick is like Uber Lyft drivers. I'm new here, and they're like, oh, what's th- which way do you want to go? What's the best way to go? I was like, you could drive to a different state. I would have no idea. I've only been here a few months. Another one that you, I think, talked about in the past, <laughs> stuck in traffic. As- asking for directions from the passenger is yeah. a good move. Yeah, that's it- a,
1: by the way, that, But that's an Uber and Lyft thing, but it's much more a cab driver in L.A. Like, I, got, I actually, coming back from Philadelphia, I maybe shouldn't tell the story. Go I, ahead, now you're <laughs> I I I the taxi driver said where are you going and I they get very angry cuz I live very close to the airport so they it, it upsets t- cab drivers for whatever reason they have to get back in line to to do it and so they're like oh there's a minimum fare yeah i know i live there so and then then the guy's just driving along and he keeps asking me where do i go now but literally like i'll say turn right here and they go now what and it's like we well, we've just turned the corner there's nothing else to do just drive straight there isn't anywhere else to go so in the end the man co- I was like just drive straight, and I'll tell you when the next place is to, to turn. The man called me a few words that um, I definitely can't say on this podcast. Really? At like 1 o'clock in the morning, because he was already upset that he was taking me to, um, to, to a place that he didn't want to go to and all oh, that stuff. Then he locked me in the car. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. And and held me tried to hold me hostage. And This said, is
2: more than irritating. This yeah, is, yeah, this is uh, this terrifying. Is try, and, try and, then, his... and
1: then said, I'm taking you back to the airport. No, <laughs> nope. what is happening? Nope. Here?
2: nope, I'm going to jail
3: today, buddy. Right. Wait I a s- second. And I said, I said, <laughs> I'm, I said I'm
1: filming you, and he said I'm filming you too. He had a camera in his car. I said, Well, this is a this is a standoff that we're not going to uh, not going to be able to overcome. Are you terrified? No, I just said, look, I'm going to call the police because at this point you've actually kidnapped me. <laughs> uh, and then he let me out of the car. Eventually, we had more arguments. Where? At about a block away from my house, I was just like, "Just get, let me out of here. I I don't want any. I don't want to be in your car anymore. I don't want any more part of you." Oh my goodness! It what was, a rousing it a cab endorsement. I, I mean, it's a longer story, and I really don't want to get into the specifics here. But it was, but it came down to exactly what you just mentioned. Do you think about, he had a about, weapon? About, no.
2: His his rapier. Who would have won the fight?
1: Uh, I I mean I I don't know. The he seats would have gone in the way. <laughs> the same as on the plane. Everywhere handsome goes, controversy follows. That was not I mean, that was not (laughs) controversial. This guy was insane. (laughs) He was a crazy man.
2: Seems like a lot of crazy stuff happens when handsome hanks around. You sure it's the other people (laughs) that are crazy handsome? I don't know, maybe. Maybe. Spaghetti, what else you have? I don't know if I can top that story. Um, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> another one, check that you uh, complain about. The motorcyclists on the freeways here that swerve in and out when we're stuck in. Who are these guys? Bother- Who are they? Well, we all have to defer to you. Johnny motorcycle. What do we, I don't <laughs> care where you're going. Beep beep, and then they stop to like give you like like their like their pseudo cops as they go by you. They like tisk tisk in into your window as they fly by, and this is this happens every day in rush hour traffic. I notice it more on the way home. Got cops? I mean cops, motorcyclists fly between. I mean they go like sixty five miles an hour, and everybody is in a standstill. I don't, first of all, I would be so petrified. I don't know how why it would yeah. be worth it to do it. But they fly, but they still take the time to eh, eh, they give you their little uh, moped yeah. beep, beep, sounder as they go by, and then they tisk tisk and wag fingers at you to let you know how you're. Driving. I don't care where you're going. I'm a, my your ability to navigate through traffic seems insane, and it's certainly not my concern.
1: I've <laughs> and I've had a run-in with one of those as well. Have you? And actually, that's where I showed off my brand of cowardice. Because they were knocking on the window and they got very angry with me about I don't know my car was sticking out a little bit too much in the, into their three inches of of space, and so and I was saying things back to them through with the window up, and then I just pretended I couldn't hear them when he wanted to fight.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I once had a guy in Chicago, you know, uh, the Batman or the black uh, the uh, Dark Knight series yep. is always in lower Whacker. When they go yeah. into those tunnels and uh the Batmobile whacker. and the Joker and everything is flipping, you know, those things that uh we see several times in those movies, that's lower Whacker. It's in downtown. There's also an upper wacker uh, as as you might expect. Is
1: there a um middle, middle Whacker?
2: No, no, just an upper and a lower. But I was in lower Whacker and trying to merge into traffic one by one, you know, again, playing by society's laws, you know, just uh, well. uh you know Another citizen abiding by well, the way it's supposed to be. One car merges, next go. One car, I, some For some reason, the guy behind me didn't like me playing ball the way I'm supposed to play ball. And I'm looking at him, he's honking, honking, and I'm doing my, uh, you know, gestures at him and whatever. Not finger. I don't do finger. What type of gestures? You- whatever. I'm laughing at him and crying and whatever. You know, fake crying. And stuff like
1: that. <laughs> That's more annoying and
2: than the finger. I agree. But... Uh, <laughs> I'm doing all that and then I look back up in the rear view mirror again and uh, he's not in his car anymore. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. And I I look, I I go to get to lock my car door and before I know it, he's already opened my car door. He opens it and he does a fake, he does an air spit on me. He didn't spit on me. He went... Like that, and it, like I could feel it on my hair, but he didn't spit on me.
3: Like, What is this, feudal what? England?
2: I don't know, but what <laughs> was the right move there? Talk about cowardice. Do you get out and fight a man? Do I fake punch him because he fake spit
3: at me? I guess you slap him with a glove.
2: What that was that? I didn't like, know how uh, to respond. I mean, I'm inclined to not fight anybody because right. it's not going to turn out good for Dave
1: if I'm fighting. But right? That that's was a weird. Strange, that's a, but I don't think he had thought too much about what his plan was gonna be. If, Did why, he why are,
3: fake spitting? Why are you if you're on a motorcycle or if you're on foot? Why are you fighting a car <laughs> at the, at this point when you have like right. Anakin? Don't do it. I have the high ground. Like don't don't try. Like, this person is in a large vehicle and can Do you think battery?
2: he oh, – right, good point. I always think that. That's always in my hip pocket. These guys, you can see them getting really mad and everything. In my hip pocket, I am always ready. If I have to, I will it's drive over you. <laughs> no, <I'll> drive. <laughs> you get out of your car, my first move is to drive my car right at you. <laughs> like, what, what am I going to think? What, what? Of course, you're coming to do ill to me. You're not, uh, not getting out of your car to – to debate it I'm gonna run <laughs> I, you over I genuinely
1: there. in that situation this is kind of the same thing I would lock the doors and I'm sorry you didn't get there in time but then you just have to pretend nothing is happening just look, <laughs> look forward, look just straight forward, and 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 like don't think it's strange that there's a guy hammering on the sidewalk. Hank skewing away from vehicular homicide. <laughs> Let's
2: wrap it up <laughs> as we uh, as we keep going here. Uh, Spaghetti and MVP have uh, have listed listed. Uh, yeah, of course the classic uh, one car taking up two parking spots. Mm. Mean, the the thing I don't like is though that sometimes you get beaten up for somebody else doing that, and then right. you're just following. You're just a domino. In the chain of dominoes, but you get the cross reaction. Oh, great parking Well, I I couldn't fit into the one space because there was the guy here. I think actually that was a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Um, not saying please and thank you and you're welcome. That's yeah, fair. That's, I always I, I like
1: to say it for them.
2: I don't. Say, that. I, is, if they I don't do. say, I
1: yeah. say, "Oh, you're welcome."
2: Yeah, I do. I love doing that. What? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah I said you're welcome because you you're didn't. You're welcome because so you forgot I to that say in for thank you. For right. Helping.
3: Well, I can I can go a tangent off of that because I like to be extraordinarily thankful at the end of some exchanges, and then some people insert the please before I was going to say please and thank you and how much I appreciated it. That's annoying. Making me look like a jerk. Yeah preemptively mm. hey if i'm gonna be a jerk let me be a jerk i'll if tell I'm you happy. too
2: that uh, probably i'm in the minority on but also you listed on here not saying please and thank you and you're welcome and bless you now i don't i've spoken out before and i'll do it again now this bless you nonsense because you made a noise with your nose because because uh, uh you had a tickle in, in in your proboscis and it made you catch you like oh bless you you know the origins of god bless you it's to get the devil out of you. No, it, no. God, well, tell me what it is. It's it's um it's something to do with it's either it's the devil he... you just purged the devil or he's in you. No, it's it's to do with no, it, no. Is, I'm that is to what help it you. is. I'm
1: here to educate. This is what I've said. I'm going to ask My Siri. My life's mission in America is. If to, I is ask to help Siri, she would say,
2: "I don't understand the question." Sorry. Right. Then I would yell well, at her. If
1: you're quiet, I'll right, tell you. Ahead. Maybe that's Siri's problem with you is that you you're always answering her questions for her. Mm. Um, the during the plague in in uh, in England way back, you know, mm-hmm. before America was invented, mm-hmm. if you sneezed, this was a big deal. Like. Good luck. This could, <laughs> then, you know, this could be it for you. So they would say, "Bless you," because it's like, Dave, you just sneezed. We're all in trouble now. Yeah. Bless you. Are you, God sure? bless you. I, I'm. I'm pretty Can sure. Someone ve- that sounds That's the origin like it. of it. Yeah, I've heard and, that it has but, more, but my, I'm agreeing. I'm a more agreeing generic. With you.
2: God bless you. I'm you like. agreeing
1: with you because in the end, like medical science has come a long way right. since then. A sneeze now doesn't necessarily mean. Thankfully, we're die. I don't know. Next up, aren't vaccinating
3: the, their kids, so maybe a sneeze. I was
1: just going to say. <laughs> next up, now see. It, yes,
2: we have medical science has allowed societies largely to move on from the black plague but fortunately another irritant named donald trump is uh is back to uh that's correct i'm gonna
1: just confirm my story really
2: now see now we'll go back so black uh uh, the plague is uh, i assume a pre-existing condition uncovered by uh, (laughs) exactly by donald trump and uh, and his good pals there um VP, misogyny is irritating
4: (laughs) i was being dark
2: that that it was okay, a, I
4: took a turn with this one. Yeah, that
2: feels a <laughs> yeah. uh, that feels a little dark. I'll go you know along the lines of pal- overly overly sort of I it's not I wouldn't call it pleasant, but I've said this one too. Is the waiter thing? Is when in society did it like are you still eating move into just the universal in in every restaurant everywhere like you, you still working on that? The only the only the only change is maybe the royal we. We still working on that. You're eat, You're eating your food. I'm still eating I'm or, or not, but, like, the working on it. Yeah, I'm still – and then you somehow get sucked into it and you play the same game with them. Yeah, I'm t- I need a little bit more. Sorry. And then you pick up your fork and you fake, <laughs> like, I'm going to start eating it right now because yeah. of your encouragement. The whole thing stinks. Yeah,
3: at times I've, I've been forced to, you know, passive-aggressively ask, like, know or how how many plates are we down to back there like why (laughs) are are we really in need of this plate this badly when i'm done eating i will pay and i will leave the restaurant like that's how it's gonna work
2: a big one is the uh, one one big one is uh people who pass gas in public places i see you listed that one movp which is funny that you would be the one to do that because you're the one who always does it um In that studio, I I don't know. I'm not behind the glass. with Whenever we Bartlett, walk out there, though, when we walk out there,
1: you can there's that same lingering scent. yes yeah, it's, it's been mar- Emma
2: VP again.
1: Oh, jeez, oh, yeah. Emma. Um, What's the lifeguard thing about Emma? Emma's listed lifeguards as something that's very personal. Very personal. Uh, I don't like I, when I, they.
2: I don't like the lifeguards doing that. Uh, their flip of the their endless flip of. Uh, <laughs> That doesn't look appropriate. <laughs> they do that whistle <laughs> flip. That's all they do to pass their time. You know, they just sit there you mean all the day. Flip, blah, 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 yeah. You know, They spin it, and it goes around their finger, yeah. and they do it back the other way, and then eight hours later, they're off work. Oh, it makes me crazy watching <laughs> them do that. I hate that. Because <laughs> it that distracts me from my good time. I'm trying to frolic in the water, and every time I look up, there he is hovering over me, spinning his dumb whistle. MVP, what's your lifeguard? You're
4: like? onto something with the lifeguards. They literally sit on a pedestal, just <laughs> sitting up there <laughs> watching you. you, making fun of everyone, trying to look hot, trying to be cool, spinning their stupid thing around, just like mm-hmm. you said. Yep. Yeah.
2: Who are they? They're the lunch lady of the pool scene. The lunch lady has no real juice in the world, but they're like a pseudo cop. Right. I don't like pseudo cops. You took one I guess
4: CPR it. class, and now you're up there. You know. Yeah. But they're ready okay.
1: to. They're ready to save you a lot. I mean, you. You well, hope. Are they? You no, hope. Are they, they handsome? Yeah.
4: Shark. Handsome.
1: I don't know. Uh, wait. Well, wait. Are there wait, are sharks these, in this for these beaches. I've to, to the beach, beach. I see Beach life. life go- this is a different thing. You beach. guys are talking about. I agree with you on the swimming pool guys. Although the beach oh, guys, the beach guys, I like the beach guys. I trust that they got my back. I don't think the pool
2: guys guys, though. They're just as likely to, to choke themselves accidentally when they jump in with their
1: cool... Well, they're uh, normally 16. Right. They, I, not, That's my lifesaver? That's the stopgap between me and death? How are they going to hold you out of the pool anyway? I, uh, they're skinny, point. They're skinny little kids. Do they need some help here? <laughs> <laughs> Operation uh,
2: <laughs> Dumbo Drop. Let's get him. We've got we to get the Jew out of the pool. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, I, I, don't, I don't you know what? Now this whole exercise has angered me. Now now I'm unearthing I like all the it. R- things. We're
1: a little charged up. Irritation is a bit
2: I think we can do I think we could just go on and on and on. So
1: can I give you one? Yes, you may. This is a killer for me, is when you're in a long line and a a store or to you know a vending machine, like especially if you're buying a ticket on a subway and the per, you're in a long line but they are still when it gets to the front of the line the person is looking for their card that they're gonna pay with. It's like you had one – your job here was to get to the front of the line and then pay for the thing that you're going to pay for, and now you're fumbling around in your pockets looking for a card Mm -hmm. plan. Great idea. I mean, great call. I mean, I I don't – you know –
2: I also don't like, boy. There's so many now that they're, they're they're just starting to, yeah, to come out. Yeah, now, yeah. Now that we've broken the iceberg, now they're starting to. I'm starting to loosen up here. Um, I don't like the people on the one airline that think they're comedians and or songstresses or whatever, and they do their rhymes. But what really gets me down, like, hey, you go into Las Vegas, lost wages, and now it's gonna be fun. Thanks for flying with us, and that that they do that. I mean, it's weird. What is is that? You've never been on a Southwest flight? I I feel
3: like sometimes, Dave, a situation may happen and your brain
2: enhances it. No, 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 no.
3: (laughs) And And somebody made the lost wages comment. And then maybe a few people laughed, but in Dave's mind, no, they did an entire set. What? A,
2: what, a, what? No, no. <laughs> Correct me if fight. I'm wrong. Behind the glass, those Southwest people are notorious for their awful comedy bits, right? Sully, they're Sully bringing some. Yes,
1: I, I own two Southwest cards. Fly Southwest all the time. Right. I actually, I actually enjoy the bits, but it happens. I, I, I got to come in here and ba- back you up, though. They do it all the time. If but you, don't you like, like it. it. I like, yeah. What forward. I was just going to say,
2: listen. So Sully's enabling feel... the people
1: that you hate. Right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Sully's the one I'm
2: the one it. clapping. and Sully's and street, chuckling. Woo, yeah. Look. Nice little tune right there. Go ahead. Go out, to, go out to Hollywood or New York City or Chicago and get up on the live stage. Whatever you choose. If you want to be a performer. I didn't subject my – I didn't get on this plane for your performances. But what really gets me crazy is – is that they've been enabled by, because when they finish their dumb song or, what, or comedy bit, then everybody, like, oh, and they mean it. They're not just being nice to the person who they can't see up at the front of the plane. Then they say to the people next to them, boy, she's really talented. She really missed her calling. Am I right? <laughs> I she was, wonderful, wonderful. They're so great on, the, on, on this airline, aren't they?
1: Uh, and then I get outraged. That, that, that's not funny. That wasn't good. And you just budged in front of me.
2: <laughs> One more. Is the people on Star Wars Day who feel like they have to let everybody know they're not in on it? I don't, I don't know why everybody's doing this, but let it be known, world, I
3: disapprove. Can we find somebody at work today that that said that? Yes, and we'll go and I'll buy a trophy. And we'll have we'll make this entire presentation. that's like, <laughs> congratulations! <laughs> you are so important, and I am so glad that you came out of the darkness to say that you don't like this thing that other people really enjoy. I think we know somebody. Kudos who get to that you. One.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know what? Well, let's give them this before we give them the trophy. You're a jerk. Yeah, the hand Solo edition <laughs> blaster. Uh, feel the sting of that on your backside there. Listen, two and a half men is popular. It doesn't mean I have to like it. That because. Uh, I, I guess I'm 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 a little bit of a hypocrite. Well,
3: this whole this whole genre of the the thing you like is actually bad is is not as cute as people think it is. It's just just stop it. It's just with everything. Just because people like something, quit hating on it. If you legitimately don't like it, that's fine.
2: I, I do always go the other way though and say zealots ruin everything. Anybody who goes too far. If you're a grown-up and you're walking around work today, in a Chewbacca head <laughs> thing, then then it's a little weird. You know, you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Sell true and everything. There's a sweet spot. That's what I'm talking about. Right. You still working on that? Um, handsome Hank. I mean handsome Hank. Eddie Spaghetti. What a what a pleasure to have worked with you. You've made the show better. We appreciate it. Maybe you'll come back. Maybe not. What's your uh what's your show? Uh, your, uh, name the radio show by name so we can uh, it's on Mad Dog Radio. Mad Dog Sports Radio and Sirius XM, uh the rap with Patrick Maher. Patrick Maher and I got together like old pals we kibbits for the better part of an hour it was wonderful under the watchful eye of Eddie Spaghetti it was a it was a gay time for everybody involved and we'll do that again soon i'll see you there spaghetti um, but uh yeah, come back. you gotta come back. That's all. Let's free up some time and uh you'll come back and work with your pal spaghetti and Bartlett and everybody else now that you're uh, now that you're leaving though, you can finally tell Bartlett what you wanted to say for a long time. No, go I'm ahead. Not. tell him it's what you not. told me what tell him what you said three weeks ago. tell him what you said when he wasn't around it's um it's not definite that I'm leaving leaving when I know but, <laughs> no i don't I, I don't care about that. So tell Bartlett what you said about him when he wasn't around. N- nothing at all. Oh, I guess we're taking it was that Sully. route. It I was guess Sully. we're taking that route. I think right. he's
1: talking about Sully. Talk I about
2: like it. everyone I work with. Oh dog, do you now? Yeah. I do. I don't know why then you would talk the way you talked about. But all right, that's listen. That's your business. All right. All the best to spaghetti, uh, MOVP, Bartlett, Sully, everybody behind the glass. Great work, Claybon and handsome Hank as usual. We didn't get to your dolphins review. All right, we'll we've do got it. the
1: whole off season. Let's go kick like some
2: Ewoks, everybody. <laughs>
1: Sorry about that. <laughs>
2: We'll talk to you next week. In the meantime, ooh, make sure you watch me on the uh, top 100 on yes. NFL network on Monday night. Watch Dave. In the meantime, thanks so much football fans. It's been thin slice of
0: heaven. Yeah. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses.